Please, you excuse me, good five o'clock people. I've lost my hat full of words, and my heart's in the wood up above the church steeple. I'd rather have tea with the birds. Gay Kate's stolen kisses, poor Barnaby's scars, John's losses and Mary's gains. Oh, what do they matter, my dears, to the stars or the glowworms in the lanes? I'd rather lie under the tall elm trees with old rooks talking loud overhead to watch a red squirrel run over my knees very still on my brackeny bed and wonder what feathers the wrens will be taking for lining their nests next spring, or why the tossed shadows of boughs and a great wind shaking is such a lovely thing. That was Afternoon Tea by Charlotte Mew. My name is Jensen. Welcome to Episode 5 of A Poem A Day Keeps the Darkness at Bay. Charlotte Mew was born in London, November 15, 1869. She had something of a troubled life. Her father died in 1898 and had not made plans for his large family. Of Mew's six siblings, two suffered mental illness and were committed. Three died early in life. Charlotte and her sister Anne vowed never to have children to spare them the possibility of passing on the insanity. It has been argued that Mew was gay, but there's no evidence of any sexual relationships with other women. Her physical style was men's suits, short hair, and always carrying a black umbrella. Mew became deeply depressed after the death of her sister from cancer in 1927. She eventually committed suicide by drinking Lysol March 24, 1928. Mew's literary beginnings were in short stories, but after publishing her first collection of poetry in 1916, she began to attract the attention of other writers like Thomas Hardy and Virginia Woolf. Her poetry ranges in topic, and sometimes she would write from the perspective of a man. I may need to revisit that as a theme in another episode with her work. Regardless of the topic, Mew had a clean and formal style and a wonderful sense of storytelling um, that she only enhances with rhythm. Today, I'll leave you with one of my personal favorites, The Call. Thanks for listening. From our low seat beside the fire, where we have dozed and dreamed and watched the glow, or raked the ashes stopping so we scarcely saw the sun or rain above, or looked much higher than this quiet red or burned out fire, tonight we heard a call, a rattle on the window pane, a voice in the sharp air, and felt a breath stirring our hair, a flame within us, something swift and tall, swept in and out, and that was all. Was it a bright or dark angel, who can know? It left no mark upon the snow. But suddenly it snapped the chain, unbarred, flung wide the door, which will not shut again. And so we cannot sit here any more. We must arise and go. The world is cold without and dark and hedged about, with mystery and enmity and doubt. But we must go, though yet we do not know who called or what marks we shall leave upon the snow. A play, a play, a day keeps the darkness at bay.